0: So one of the buzz pods. I'm your host Chase Harwell here with the other host
1: Nico Blatchman. What's up guys? Welcome to episode one. Uh, the buzz pod is a pod by the boys for the boys. Me and Chase both were division one commits. Both played major junior. Not a big deal. And we both still play here at Concordia University, uh, Canadian University. For those who don't know, our goal is to be an informative, fun pod. We'll be interviewing division one, major junior, USHL, Canadian University, Division Three and other junior league guys. Uh, we want to give you guys a live look-in at what it's like to play in those leagues, and also to allow guys to share their process. And hopefully, we can give you guys beneficial information while sharing a few laughs every pot. So- that being said, yeah, we'll set it off here. Without further ado, um, we'll have to introduce our guest. Um, our guest is a 2015 uh, fifth round picks fifth round pick to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Former captain of the Sherbrooke Phoenix in the QMJHL, Uh, top-scoring defenseman in the OUA his rookie year, not a big deal. Uh, An employee of the month every single month at KVD Insurance, Concordia Stinger's men's hockey team all-star defenseman and assistant captain Carl Neal welcome yeah.
0: thanks quite, uh, quite the intro, uh definitely uh definitely like that one yeah. yeah man thanks for thanks for coming on we know
1: it's uh yeah it's risky business coming on for our first pod man you never know what you're gonna get thrown at you uh, especially from guys like me and chase so uh, we appreciate you taking the risk and uh yeah we coming it. Over. I
0: think we stopped uh, a couple people with the the year, uh, Ovechkin, so, Neil, uh, yeah, I had no Neil idea, posted. I was honestly open for Ovechkin, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we were to talk to him, Ovi didn't, Ovi didn't, uh, he didn't reach out, he didn't reach back, but, you know, um, we'll, we we'll, we'll work on him for another, that's days. actually how we should kick <laughs> off this,
1: uh, this, uh, podcast, is how did you get that gig, like, was that in the, during the summer, mm-hmm. or, like, during the season? Oh, it was during the summer, so, basically, with Mark, our coach, he
2: just kind of reached out, and, Yes, who was the best of guy in our team? <laughs> <laughs> and the other twenty guys were were already taken, so I had to go. But uh, yeah, so I hopped in there and I did my best. I don't think uh, any other modeling you just need would call me anytime soon. But oh man, you did a
1: pretty good job. I'm actually surprised you didn't get any calls after that. Honestly, that was a pretty. How, how did
2: they? How
0: did they do that? Bro? Like, did you? Did you ever talk with them? Did you ever talk with? What Obi? Like no, like no, it was no. just a, they just they matched that video together.
2: Yeah, I told everyone I kind of
1: met
2: him. No, yeah, like, people ask me like, oh, oh yeah, so Ovi, like, yeah. We, we hung oh my god, I, <laughs> I would have
1: made some sick story. Yeah. Like yeah, you'll never guess what Obi told me.
2: Like. <laughs> but, no, uh, honestly, it would have been cool. But no, he, he, they filmed his part in uh, in Washington or wherever he was, and they filmed my part in NDG. So sweet. Cool. and oh, I was Little shout out love to NDG.
1: Yeah. 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 That's a nice little shout out to the Concordia singers, CCM. Dude, not a big deal. Yeah, seriously, well deserved. Well deserved, well deserved. Anyway, uh, Chase, you got something to ask right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool.
0: Um, you know, just to get everything started, um, if you want to give us a little background,
2: you know, where you're from. Yeah. Um, How did you get into hockey? Yeah, I guess uh, my dad played hockey growing up. His brothers played hockey. Right? Typical Canadian. Story I guess. That was a goalie, say. right? That was a goalie. Yeah. Yeah. I tried playing goalie for a bit, but I think play one the one year one couple on my dad. My dad <laughs> scored a couple too many goals on me. So, so realize you, you were in a right. cycle. Yeah. So played forward growing up, um, novice Adam, PB first year. Went out the Peewee-Double-A tryouts. Coach A.K. Carl, you're a little too heavy to be up front. <laughs> we're going to toss you on the back end. So I uh, played defense from Pee Wee on and Pee Wee, Bantam, Midget, and then up to now defense. So yeah, it's kind of my, uh, my story. Sweet,
1: That explains why you're such a, a heavy guy on the shot blocking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're it's in my you DNA. On, it's in your DNA. That's it's right. in your DNA, man. That's crazy though. So you actually strapped up the pads. Yeah, for like about, you had pads for about three weeks, I'd say. Oh, okay. In my driveway. Solid
0: two weeks. Yeah.
2: Hey, um, you got two first names.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I, I,
2: yeah. Actually, I get that one a lot. Oh, oh I got yeah. Yeah, but I actually have yeah, I actually have three first names. I know name is Watson too. So <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of self-sabotage.
1: Carl Watson. But, and Neil. <laughs> Carl O'Neill is a sick hockey name. It is.
0: Yeah, you know what? Like, that sound that sounds like a hockey. But...
1: Yeah. sounds like someone who could be- Carl leader. Watson, Neil. Carl O'Neill. that sounds like an NHL draft pick, Carl O'Neill. That is it a does. good one. It does, it does. So I actually have a question. Um, so you grew up in Canada, like here, obviously, near Montreal. And uh, did you ever consider NCAA or no way? Yeah, when I was in Midget, um, obviously grew up in like an English family.
2: I went to English school my whole life. My parents were kind of, like, on the fence. They didn't really know what the queue was. I had no idea what the queue was going to my draft year in Michigan. You didn't know
1: what the queue was growing yeah. up here? Yeah. Didn't you up didn't the go to games?
2: No, like, I was from a small town like, in La It's called like, oh, 12,000 People. Never went to a game. Um, my first game was my draft year in the queue, and it was a Montreal Juniors game at the Old Verdun Coliseum. And it was pretty cool because it was, like, one of the like the older barns, and, like, it was a really good atmosphere, and it was, like, a playoff game, too. So I was kind of like, wow, this is pretty cool. And at that point, I really wasn't sure... Where I'd go in the draft, I wasn't. I didn't see any of the rankings. Like I had no idea what was going on. Just like a young kid from the shoot, just having fun, you know. Yeah. So, so I was Ripping like, it out. yeah. I will like, check out the states. I'll check out the queue and visit a couple of schools in the states. You did visit? Yeah, I went to Clarkson to visit. Sick. Sure. And I went to also. went to the Chowder Cup. Um, that summer, I went to visit UMass Lowell and a couple schools. Chowder Cup, man. Yeah, you went to the Chowder Cup. Yeah, ran right? that show, ran that show. Yeah. I think everyone goes to that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. definitely. Shout out to the New England Beaks. But yeah, so I, I was kind of like on the fence of going to the states or to, to the keys. Really? So when you
0: when you were a kid, like growing up,
2: um, all your buddies were playing hockey. <laughs> you guys, you know,
0: because you know, me and Blash being from the states, NCAA was like right into us. You know what I mean? You wanna. Playing the U show, right? You want to play in you. You want to get to that prep school,
1: and then get to get your USA yeah, draft, like, and then, I remember in the USA then, hockey, like we would have like national camp and stuff, and we would have like USA hockey meetings. And they would just like talk about how like you have to go NCAA and like if man, you go what it, major it, junior, you if you go major junior, you throwing away your life. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, crazy stuff, man. Like when you're in the US, like especially when you're a top guy in the US and you're going to all those things like national camp where you have like meetings. With all the USA hockey guys like Matt, they they really like instill the MCAA and like that's why I thought maybe it was like that here.
2: The yeah, way I, mean, I would have figured the same too. I think it I think it kind of is, honestly. I think for most kids, like like you, you just said you thought you could say help be one of the better players, I'm not too sure what happened, what happened. <laughs> yeah. But I mean like for me, I never pretended to be one of the better players, so I never really like looked around, was like, what am I going to do to the next level? I was just, like, always thinking, like, oh, okay, I'm in pee wee AAA, well, I'm playing pee wee triple and then the bando chip I was playing chip play I was wasn't like, oh, in three years from now, I'm going to the Q, and I'm going to the States. I was just playing hockey, you so know? Well, Yeah, that's sort of, the best part, like,
0: when you're young. Too. That's you're, crazy. You probably probably didn't give it too much. No, to but I feel like at and, least,
1: like, kids nowadays especially, when you get to Bantam, even before nowadays, but at least when I got to Bantam, I started to kind of see, like, you know. Well, for me, if I'm from Florida, I, I was supposed to go to the OHL, like OHL or, or NCAA, you know? Yeah. Like, I kind of knew that stuff when I was 14. That's pretty nuts that you were so uneducated. Yeah, I was kind of,
2: I, <laughs> I don't know, I was just, my parents, I guess, never really knew what it was either, because from the shoot, no one really, so, small town, small teammates small-town. either, they didn't know really much well maybe obviously some of the kids probably were hoping to play the queue to go to the states or stuff like that but go to the I mean, games behind
1: you your back on the lighting it. yeah exactly
2: probably but I mean yeah I never really gave it much thought until I guess like towards the end of midget when like, I got to make a decision my right. second year midget 16 year old year like do I go to the queue like depending on where I get drafted if I get drafted when am I going to get drafted what were right. the states like it's kind of vague my parents like oh so had dad played hockey but not like in the yeah. NHL or anything, so yeah. So how was the Q draft? Yeah,
0: you mentioned the draft. I wanted to ask you about that too. What, what, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, like I went
2: to English school my whole life, so I was fortunate enough I got drafted in the first round in the Q. Wow. And what well, uh, what pick? d'Or, right? Yeah. What right? pick? Nine. Ninth, ninth overall. Ninth you were old. a top ten pick yeah. in the Q. Yeah. But, yeah. Man. Wow. Yeah,
1: Carlson, Nielsen. Man. <laughs> Wow! But yeah,
2: like, the
1: real deal. The real deal. Ninth overall. I didn't know that. I couldn't find that in anywhere. Like I, I, I did some research. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, you got. Your, and you were, you were. What, what, about, what was your draft year to
2: the G? Uh, 22 Wow, you're,
0: you're a. You what?
2: Dan, Dan. Were Dan, you? Dan's ninety six, right?
0: Yeah, ninety six. Who
1: were the picks before yeah, you, uh, or who was picked after you? That's notable. Do Do you know anybody or not? Um and.
2: Anthony Richard. Anthony Richard? Yeah. Am I going to sound stupid for saying who is that? Plays in the American league like, for a Nationals team. Okay. Um, if I'm not wrong, I think Ike was picked after me. Oh, okay. But he was
1: committed NCAA. Yeah, that's what? why. <laughs> St. John <laughs> St. John's <laughs> John's scooped him up. St. John scooped him up, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But... Who
0: else was in that job?
1: But who was before you, then? That's like... Who like, from... like, who was first over that year? Odette.
0: It, it was Dan. It was
1: Dan. Dan who? Dan Odette. Who's that?
2: you ever hockey?
1: Ever watch hockey? <laughs> no, Spanish? come on. Where does he play?
2: Played for. No, where house? does he play now? He he's left left the Havs? Havs, played with the house. He with the house organization three years, and now he's playing in uh, Springfield.
1: Correctly. Right? Okay. Springfield, baby. So, yeah. Yeah. so there was nobody in that draft that's in the show right now. I doubt that. It was true. Sure? Was the best draft, honestly? Ninety sixes. well out of my
2: year? Ninety six, dude. Alex Carrier. Oh yeah, he went good buddy of mine. Shout out to Alex Carrier. He went 4th or 5th. playing in Milwaukee right now. Yeah, and then because like, we went to, uh, a couple of years later, we went to under-18s, and it was me, from Quebec, it was me, Dan O'Dette,
1: Carrier, Pepe, Mason McDonald, Clark Bishop. For those wondering, that's under-18,
2: Team
1: Canada, a wow, big deal. Yeah, exactly. I didn't play much. <laughs> we got a we got a medal, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking wore the jersey, got a medal, man. That's We're in man. April League, man. that's nuts. Yeah, that yeah. is nuts. Um, so so the so you draft, yeah. Get back to it. So you're drafted by d'Or I didn't know that. You never played in Valdor, did
2: you? No, exactly. So like when I was kind of thinking about going to the states or going to the queue, like for me, I really had to go to school in English because I knew like I could speak French and I'm pretty bilingual, but I couldn't write it. So my parents, obviously, like I said, they weren't really big hockey people. They're more like towards school yeah He said, look carl it's up to you like you in the, the day it's your choice but like we'd really rather you go to school in english succeed in school and not have to have that extra pressure like studying in french so mom and
0: dad were kind of
1: leaning towards the uh towards towards yeah, the states towards yeah. the states yeah but then when i went and started, so when you were drafted in ninth oh yeah so when you drafted in ninth oh so like, that that
0: yes. visit with clarkson though when when was that visit but before and after draft, draft
1: or It was uh, after the
2: draft. After the draft? Yeah. Did Val Dora know you were heading over there? Well, I told Val before the draft, basically, like, when I met with all the teams from the queue, like, basically, they ask you questions for, for people that don't know, like, you go to meet these teams, they talk to you, they ask you questions about yourself, you're
1: your personal life well not not like not like guys like me and i played in the queue even just like for the kind of like the all-stars or superstars kind of thing this is what the process is
0: if you're if you're you're
2: a 10th overall yeah so so, so, so continue
1: so continue with the all-star
2: process but yeah so they just basically ask me like question myself uh just general questions kind of get to know you to see if you are a player that would fit in the organization and i you could ask them questions too so basically with every team i'd be like hey what's the situation with school like can I go to school in English? Like, is there, and they're like, English shut the fuck up. Basically, so what would have to happen if I went there was I would have had to done my, um, my CJEp like, by correspondence. So,
1: so CJEp, so awesome.
2: wait, wait, because people Course don't know man. what CJEp
1: yeah. is. So in Canada, or uh, is it only French Canada? Yeah, Quebec. We'll so Quebec. In, in Quebec only, so you, you go to high school, high school here is till like only 11th grade, but then they have two years of CJEp with his, which is like college kind of, they call it. That they have to go to before they go to university, so they kind of have like an extra year of studies. And yeah, so that twelfth grade that
0: we do, technically, is replaced by the two years of curriculum. Yeah. yeah, two, two years, year, so right, two to yeah. three years, depending on the program and how many credits taken, how many credits and all that. And and, uh, and it's all French, right? Well,
2: you could do it in English too. Bit, you know, but like, in Valdor, you know? no. So like in Valdor, they had English high school because there's an English community up there up to yeah. grade like eleven. And then grade 11 on, I would have to do CGEP like online by correspondence. So yeah. like in my head, I thought it was like, man, like I'm playing 68 games in the queue. Am I going to be able to finish my CGEP degree? If ever like hockey doesn't work out, I'm not in the NHL by 20. Yeah. I want to go to university. Will I have my CGEP degree? And like quick math was obviously, I'm not going to be able to do it. I mean, <laughs> uh, math, yeah. You know, that's
0: it's weird. You know, a lot of guys probably go through that too, right? Yeah. I mean, there's guys
1: that get drafted to Valdor every year, right? And they go out there.
0: Yeah,
2: for sure. They
1: probably aren't from Valdor. Yeah. Who got drafted? Nathan McKinnon got drafted where? Bay. To Bay Yeah. He said, hell no.
2: Yeah.
1: But anyways, I just told him before the draft, that, like, guys, like, this
2: is nothing personal. Just for me, like, I got – like, look where I'm at. And that was, was before, before the draft, though. Right? Yeah, it was before the draft. So I said, look, I just want to make sure I finish my c I want to have everything set. And they, still and they still took you. They still took you. They still took me, still took me yeah. So then how that kind of went down, with all due respect
0: to the organization, obviously you left.
2: Yeah, well, no, I went, like, I, I was there on draft, everything was good, it was all, it was all good. I went to visit in the summertime, and, like, for me, it was really to do with school, so. Whether or not the organization was great, which it was, like, at the time, they were super nice, super welcoming when I went up there, just, like, it wasn't a fit for the schooling. Right. From the get-go, so it was kind of So in that situation, fun. were you saying, all right, well, I'm, I'm thinking about Clarkson now? Well, I was just looking around schools in general. Clarkson was one of the schools back then. Now there's a lot more schools are taking guys from Quebec. Right. But back then it was one of the schools like along the like upstate New York, Vermont. Yeah, that like makes that. sense. That makes sense. It's border so
1: they could watch.
2: So, like, I went to visit there and I had good talks there. And then I went back to my midget team and ended up getting traded to Sherbrooke. So. Well, had, there was a few teams. That Did were you have there. to
1: ask for that trade? Or was that kind of just the organization realized that you weren't going to go there finally? Or I think like they kind of were hoping I was going to go to the camp show up and do well anything. you didn't go to the camp so then obviously they were going to trade you yeah like I went in the summertime to
2: visit and like meet like some of the buildings and organizations stuff like that some of the players like in July and then come training camp time I was in my midget team because I was thinking there like maybe I'll go play junior A maybe I'll go to the USHL maybe I'll yeah. I was looking for options and then they said local we we'll trade were time. you drafted in the USHL
1: no no what you get traded for from Valdor to Sherbrooke um so there's a new rule that
2: was, like, put in after the McKinnon thing. Or actually, I think it was after me. I'm not sure. One or the other? Whoa, but, a rule you know, because of Carl Neil. Well, because of me. probably because of McKinnon, and I just remind everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was, I got traded for, like, a first, a second, and a fourth, I want to say. Wow, that's unreal. And then Baldur got another first-round pick because I didn't go. So they got basically two firsts, a second, and a fourth. But it might be a first, a third, and a fourth. But something along those lines, plus another first. So they they
1: gave up a first round pick for you. Yeah. And then traded you that same year yeah, for a first, a fourth, a, a what? A first? first? I don't know if it's a second or a third or a
2: fourth, but it's like. Three second, picks. Or, yeah, three picks. Plus the one wow. who gave him a first. So it made sense from their standpoint, too, to draft. Me. Wow, yeah, that's it. That, that turned out. I, 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 f- I, I, at first,
1: I was thinking, wow, Valdor is so dumb for taking you. And now I'm thinking. Pretty smart move. Pretty smart move you by know, the GM over so, there. Shout so out to that, G- shout out to that GM
0: in Valdor. Bro, you know it's interesting that they took that game on you though, know, because I know team that happened to me. You know, what I mean? like the game, like they took you right, and you told them basically you, you was pretty clear. I'm sure mm-hmm. you made you made it clear it's probably not gonna work out. Yeah, if you guys draft me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like that when I when I when I was making the decision to come and play in the queue. I remember man. I I it was it was a it was a tough decision and I had been talking with my parents, my agent, um, uncle, family, friends that have that had gone and, and made that decision, guys that have been that had been committed to NCAA schools and had been recently decommitted, one of my best buddies who was committed to yeah, uh, i been decommitted. So I had like all of this information. Man, sixteen year old kid. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. What the hell am I gonna do? And you know, I did I ended up make, I ended up telling it was actually Halifax and Sherbrooke that I was speaking with and I had told Halifax and Sherbrooke the night before the draft that I wasn't gonna be Yeah. I, mean, gonna I was gonna play in
2: there. the QAQ. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was I wasn't gonna be draft and Pat, our old gym at the time mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, you think he's not coming or something. And yeah. yeah. Jim Roy said you gotta take him anyway. Yeah man, they yeah. ended up taking me in the yeah. fourth.
0: And bro, best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. To be honest. You know what I mean? My my life got changed. You know, um, from my experience, I, I, I loved every second I played in the queue. For uh people that I haven't talked to for a couple of years that are now just in listening. If you ever want to ask me a question, man, about about that decision or just about the experience in general, just ask. You know what I mean? So like you guys can DM make, the BuzzPod. Yeah, DM the Buzz Pod. Um, we'll leave all of our information and descriptions um, um you can hit us on our um, instagram accounts too we're gonna be making a Twitter account pretty soon here too um but if any of you if you're a younger kid or if you're just one of my old buddies like I haven't been in touch with or anything man like that was it that was that was that was a pretty big decision and you know what that it, it turned out being a huge huge mo- monumental decision in my life man and you know what? I, I became who I am. Right now, because of that decision, playing playing in the queue really made me a man. Like it, it made me grow up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and not to say that that going to NCA route won't do that. You know what I mean? Because I got friends like black. We all got, we all got, we all have our own experiences. You're gonna be. I mean, hot, the hockey is crazy. You
1: know. Yeah. So if you guys have questions, definitely DM us. But like honestly, our goal is to try to cover. Uh, your questions throughout every podcast. So just like keep listening in. I'm sure we're gonna cover most of the shit that you have in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna try to cover kind of everything that has to do with the uh, dip One and the Q and all that. Uh, we're not biased to the Q. Like I played in the Q. Uh, I didn't have the the smoothest ride like uh, the real deal Neil and Chase Harwell. So you can get a kind of different perspective from me. Uh, I definitely love my time there and I met some of my bestest friends and. Uh, bestest my best friends and uh yeah definitely uh wasn't an, was an unbelievable experience for me and helped me become a man uh i think uh you can get the exact same value out of going ncaa though so but uh, i'm grateful that uh the queue has led me to where i am today playing at concordia university i think a lot of people uh don't really know about university hockey and um speaking of university hockey I actually have a question for you Carl uh your rookie year you your rookie year in CIS you were the rookie defenseman of the year this might be wrong but I got this stat off nhl.com it says here you were plus 99 sounds pretty accurate your rookie season your rookie season, <laughs> your rookie season yeah. in, in uh, Canadian University yeah for the Concordia Stingers, you were plus 99 as a defenseman yeah, sounds in cool. the season. It sounds like you did a good job. Yeah, it sounds like you made a damn typo. <laughs> yeah, honestly, my <Monty> t-shirt <laughs> was counting, but we're just saying, thanks a well, lot, I appreciate that. No, seriously, though, like, what oh, f- he, like, what was that like? Were you just, yeah, like, I'm on the, the it, ice right? for every single goal that season? For yeah, sure. a fucking hell of a year. My first year? Yeah, my yeah, first year I was playing with Beauregard,
2: Anthony Beauregard, he's playing in, uh, in England now.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, he well three what we don't know, like in, in U Sports only played twenty-eight games and he finished with I think sixty something points. So obviously when on the power play with a guy like Gross, yeah, yeah. you just kinda of pass him the puck and you just kinda of get an apple here. No, you're not giving
0: yourself. Twenty-eight
1: games. Twenty-eight games. I'm speaking so loud into the camera into the mic, because I want you guys to understand. Twenty-eight games plus, plus 99. ninety-nine. So let me ask you a question. Did you get an NHL camp after that year? You didn't get an NHL camp after being plus. You probably were the the best plus minus in every single league in the world. Yeah, well, I had a lot of
2: summer classes that summer, so I figured that year I just put NHL camps on hold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of just on my Seriously, school. though, what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck did you not t- like? Like, I'm sure pro teams reached out to you like with contracts. No, plus ninety nine defenseman of the year. Yeah, like well, you I, had the option to be a one-and-done, no? Yeah, but I think they were, they were kind of down in that past 99, and I don't think they believed it. So uh, it's something to look into for sure. I'd like to
2: see where you got that stat from. It's actually <laughs> from okay. I'm not even kidding. It's gotcha. from
1: NHL.com. Okay. But yeah, yeah I,
2: just had a, I had a big summer in the library, so I had to put those camps
1: on hold. <laughs> that is a great student athlete. Can you uh,
2: actually talk
0: about... Um, blast? did you want to keep going with that question or something? No, nothing to do that question. Um, <laughs> I wanna ask you a little about, about um the NHL camp that you had. When you went out to Calgary, mm-hmm. was that was that the first was that the first uh camp that you had gone that you gone to? Yeah, first one. And there was something that happened, I wanted to like we never actually even talked about it. Like I know that you I know that you had like something you had the test with, with your heart, like with the heartbeats or something. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even end up getting to do the camp. No. Right? <laughs> like yeah, what exactly. the hell happened there, man?
2: Right? Yeah, well like I don't know, it's, it's, it's pretty weird the way things kind of kind of worked out. Like, um, Obviously, like I said, that year was the under-18 year, and I had a pretty pretty good rookie year. My 17 year, I kind of dropped off. I was ranked for the draft and stuff fairly early. Um, obviously, like I said, when I was younger, I had a bit of a weight issue, and I kind of came back around when I was 17. So I didn't, really, I didn't get drafted that year. Um, I ended up getting to camp to Calgary. So we had a
0: little um, something cut out with our recording, but Carl, back to the question um of what happened actually
2: in calgary do you remember where you left
1: off what you were saying about the hard thing oh yeah pretty much in yeah In
2: agree yeah basically i just what i was saying was like early on in the year my 17 year you know coming off under your teens thought i was the man went back to sherbrooke gained a few extra pounds probably had a couple too many burgers um gained a lot of weight so obviously i started slowing down wasn't skating as what well what were you today. weighing in at like 225 wow on a, on a bad day like Usually around 224. Okay. So... we're
1: um, you're 215 on NHL.com, i just
2: saying. Yeah, also 6'3". So, I don't know. You, these stats guys are definitely in my favor. <laughs> yeah, they're boosting. Yeah, I appreciate that. Bustin' line 6'3", NHL guys are... They love those They don't
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Can you uh, get me in touch with those guys? <laughs> <laughs> Once I
2: find out who it is, for sure, I'll let them know. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't get drafted. Then I was fortunate enough to get a, a camp in Calgary. And obviously, I showed up there. I was in great shape. I worked out my whole summer. Um, with my trainer back in the day. I had my nutritionist going, so I was pretty lean. Um, showed up there, ready to go. And then, uh, yeah, we started the fitness test. Flew in on like a Wednesday. Fitness test were on the Thursday. Camp started on the Friday. So Thursday, we go get a tour of the rink and everything, meet all the guys. Obviously, like back then, there was like Sam Bennett who was there. There was Johnny Goodrow. Wow. A, f- a few of the guys were there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the boys were there. Yeah, the boys were there. Johnny Goodrow was beside me with his with his Calgary Flames cap on. And like, he really had like a baby face. So I thought he was like, Kind of one of the like equipment managers or trainers. Come or on, You yeah, no, didn't so, know like, who Johnny Gaudreau was. No, and man, think, I'm telling you, I I wasn't like aware of anything when I was younger. So I kind of asked him like, oh, do you know where the fitness testing is? Because we were in like the Calgary like Olympic facility or something. So it was a really big spot. And he's like, oh yeah, man, it's just over there. He's super nice about it. And then someone's like, do you know that's Johnny Hockey? <laughs> like I was like, no, <laughs> man, no idea. I was like, oh like, oh, thanks
1: for thanks for clearing that up for Bro, me. Oh yeah, well he played he played Div One, so like why would you know? Who yeah, does? I had no idea, honestly. And then uh, yeah, so I
2: did my did my testing. Everything was good. My blood work. Then I got to the heart stuff, and they said, "Yeah, like you have like a little something in your heart. Um, we're gonna do more tests, but we might have to send you home." So then they yeah sent me home. And they no said, way. They just they just yeah. well I had just like, like that. But you felt fine. Yeah, but it was around the time of like when Rich Peverly passed out on the bench. Uh, the goalie passed out on the ice. I think it was oh, Jonas so they
0: real cautious. Yeah,
2: and Alexey Shapovalov. I think he passed away in Russia back then. And, or, I think it was at the ranger, so, anyways, that was around the time where there was a lot of heart stuff going around, so they didn't want to take a chance, and they sent me home. Fortunate enough for me, my billet mom was um, like the head nurse in Sherbrooke at the time. Mm. They was supposed to take like, a month or two wait. She got me in quick, I got my heart done, and then I was back. Uh, what do you mean you got your heart done? I had to get like a, it's called Wolf Parkinson White that I had, so it was like an, like an extra valve in my heart, so I had to go up and burn it and then oh, uh, fuck. yeah so I had to take like two or three days off and then I was I was good to go two three days yeah that's it yeah well they were good they, were, they knew what they were
1: doing so it didn't take too long wow wow. Okay. wow okay and uh I got a quick question and then I got a big question so the quick question is I was watching a few of your highlights uh I looked up Col Neal on YouTube they said Carl Neal highlights. It's like a two minute video. If anyone wants to check it out, there's some sick <laughs> goals. But like my real, like my real observation is that you 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 really don't selly. Like you score a lot, but you don't selly. And as a guy who doesn't score a lot, I just want to say fuck you. <laughs> because because honestly, I work on sellies. I practice sellies so that if one day I put the fucking biscuit in the basket I got my cellie and I'm not gonna look like an idiot and I'm gonna look like a beauty selling and you score every night and you don't have your cellies prepared like come on yeah like what is it I th- honestly I think it
2: comes back to when I was um, when I was in my rookie year in the queue and I didn't usually I, didn't, I don't score much either so appreciate the the hype up there. Come on. But well, uh, anyway. When I was in my like huh. 16 year. If you don't score much, I don't know what <laughs> I do. But anyway. <laughs> when I was in my 16 year, we went to the to the Team Quebec Under-17 like tournament against like all the other stuff, like the States and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was 2-1 against Team Ontario. No, 1-1 against Team Ontario with like, McDavid, Neckblad, and all those guys. And I scored a goal that game. And I remember, I scored on the goal line. And I sallied all the way to the red line. <laughs> Okay, I swear I don't know, uh, I don't know if that man sucks.
1: you're playing You're 17? I would have yeah. done the at same,
2: same thing yeah, at home. Yeah. In, Drummondville. In, Drummondville. in Drummondville it was 1-1 so I said whatever may as well oh you probably had the family the boys yeah. were in town the, pa- the, the boys packed. were in town yeah, everyone was there oh my god so I saw it all the way there my dad like after the game he was like pretty happy you know like, Carl what was uh, what was that selling like? <laughs> <laughs> what know, were like, you, like, you doing the knee down Like my glove was all wet after I grabbed the ice all the way to the red line soaking wet and I saw it after I looked like Canadian I was like whatever okay forget about that one and he's like put the glove on the heater and he just asked me he's like man like when you go order a sandwich at subway what happens and i said who said this my dad yeah and i was like well, I, don't, I don't get it he's like when the guy gives you a sandwich did he start throwing his hands up in the air i was like what do you mean he's like the sandwich guy he made you a sandwich he did this job he's not fucking throwing his hands up freaking <laughs> out every <This> time <laughs>
1: he gives you a sandwich you know what, man? And so, nice. yeah, that
2: kind of makes sense. So now, ever since then, I was like, yeah, I get it.
1: Man, wow, that's a good that's point. Awesome. That kind of makes sense. That's a great dad. You know why that's a great dad? Because he just instilled in you that you're a goal scorer. That's what he just did. He said to you, Carl, you, I didn't make no bitch. I didn't make a grinder. I made a goal scorer. <laughs> it's your job to score goals. So <laughs> like, yeah, why are you selling if make it's your it a job? a regular
2: thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's like, like making a sound. Yeah, wow, and that's it's kind awesome. Of, it's kind of showboating, too.
1: you know. At that, at that point, like... You know, you see, I that mean that one
0: might have been it. was a little bit. bit, a bit much, I actually.
1: mean, you score a goal, you're playing against McDavid, Ekblad, and all those guys. I mean, that, at that stage, yeah, at that stage, yeah, I'm throwing my
0: man. glove up, shooting it.
1: Yeah, we beat a, we two Ontario, a
0: two
2: we were, were yeah. Solani. You we were pretty we're excited for be. sure. Home ice packed. The, you you
1: played in The rink there is old. The echoes. It's not to its past. Yeah, so that was that was definitely life lesson for sure. All right, a bigger a bigger a bigger story that I want to hear is your nhl draft mm-hmm. story please give it to us yeah that one's uh, pretty long so i'll give it to you the short and sweet there um
2: yeah so basically my draft year, like i said i didn't get drafted went to calgary's camp didn't work out went back my 18 year i was a free agent and i wasn't too sure what was going on like obviously i was still meeting with teams during the, the season the draft was
0: in florida that year right yeah were you there
2: yeah
1: Partially, you were Partially, there, kind of, somewhat, oh, somewhat. Because right. your family's drafted?
0: down there,
2: though. You got family over there yeah. too.
0: So you, I remember talking. I was here. there
1: too that year, by the way. I went to the draft.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, my eighteen year went through it. You know, it was good. I met with a few teams, this and that. I had a few like guaranteed camp invites again at eighteen. And I was talking to my agent at the time, and I was like, "Like, what's going on? Like, am I getting drafted? Am I not getting drafted? Do I go to Florida? Do I not go? Like, I didn't want to go there and sit through seven rounds, and then not get picked because so it wasn't even my draft year." So, okay. every, at the end of every season, I go on vacation with my parents. Like, I have family down there. Like, my grandparents are down there. So, we went and visited. And the draft was in Florida. So, we went down there for the week. Saw Nathan Glass, one of my Nate. teammates. He was down there. Spent a few years with him. Shout out, Nate, man. Yeah. I miss you. It's been a while. <laughs> and uh, one of my teammates at the time, and Chase's teammate, J Roy, Jeremy yeah. Roy, plays San Jose now. He was projected to go first round. So, I said, I know I'm definitely not going first round. Yeah. So, I may as well go watch the first round see what's up, talk to my agent, maybe he'll have more news for tomorrow, whatever, and I'll see Jay get drafted. So I went for the first round, turns out Jay didn't go in the first round. Fuck. What, did you
0: get first pick second? First right. pick of the
2: second, that was, that's, that kind of sucked, but um, saw him, said good luck for the next day, whatever, once I'm my agent. my agent, like, yeah, we can't confirm that you're getting drafted, whatever, my flight was booked for that morning, the next day. No way. Yeah, no so, really. so I went back to the hotel, packed my stuff, like whatever, I'm just gonna go home and chill and hope I'll get a camp invite somewhere. So, fly home. No, we fly to Plattsburgh. Get in our car in Plattsburgh. And we got to drive to Montreal. The flight was at like four in the morning. So, I'm like sleeping in the car. And my phone's off. It's airplane mode. and I don't have enough money to get data plan in the States. <laughs> so, my phone's off. That was before KVD. Yeah, before KVD. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so my dad has the radio on. He's listening to the pics coming through CJD or whatever. And then we get past the border. and my, I'm still sleeping. And my phone's on airplane mode. And eventually I wake up. Put my phone out, let's see what's going on. Nothing special, whatever. Go back to bed. Get back to, uh, to our place. As I'm walking into my door in Wubbery, I'm with my parents. Open the door. My, dad, my dad's like freaking out. Like He's not too sure what's going on. His phone's like buzzing. It was my agent at the time calling him. He's like, where are you guys? He's like, Carl's, Carl's going to get picked. My dad's like, what do you mean? Come on. My dad's like, we're in, we're in where, where are you? And this is where are you? You're back in Wubbery. Yeah, Oh, my God. God. And he's like, what do you mean? No. He's like, I thought you guys were going to be here. Like You guys were here yesterday. And we're like, yeah, we're like, we're not here now. Like,
1: <laughs> we left. Like, we, we weren't sure. Whatever. We yeah, gone. a lot can happen in twenty four so
2: hours. So I put the TV on. Bang, my pick comes up. One forty four, Vancouver. No, no way. way. Yeah, the phone starts buzzing. Everyone's freaking. That right right, right when, right when you turn the TV on, in, yeah, right yeah, right when they I picked in, you. In. Right when I walked in. So you oh, saw the pick happen on TSN. It was like one forty four, and they put because at the time J. R. was getting drafted. So Josh Tebow, I'm pretty sure, and like the the Tebows were there mm-hmm. to watch him, and. They, like, they yelled at a cheer when I got picked. So the camera guy for NHL Network or TSN, I forget who, put the camera onto them because they, they thought I was there. So everyone's, like, cheering and, like, I'm not there. Everyone thought I was there. It was hilarious. No, and they go wow. back and, yeah, so that was uh, that. was that. Wow,
1: man. What was that feeling like? It was cool. Like, I, I think it was pretty unique. So I, I think it's yeah, it. even I better. I honesty. think it's even better than going to the draft and being there. Like, man, one, it's, like, unexpected. Two, you're home, man. Like you, could, mm-hmm. did you go party that night with the boys? No, like, I went to bed at seven.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, kid had a family supper. My whole family came out. Uh, went with my buddies after. Yeah, it was it was a good time. <laughs> you bought a fucking Vancouver jersey overnight <laughs> shooting? <laughs> no, they gave it to me at the at the camp there. There was that year they drafted like seven guys and like five of them weren't at the draft. So they gave us all our jerseys at the top of uh, one of the mountains wow. in Vancouver. So that yeah, was pretty cool. Wow, man.
1: Yeah, but that's like, awesome. Yeah, it was special. That is so sick. So I, when did you get the blue check mark? Was it like right after? Yeah, how did you get that Because for those blue who check, don't know, uh, Carl Neal, if you, look him up, if you look him up on Instagram, you'll see, you'll Carl, notice what's your tag? that little, it what's is, your I think tag, it's just Carl? Carl Neal, right? Yeah. Carl Neal, yeah, no, it's on Instagram. C Neal.
2: <laughs> yeah, C Neal 32. C Neal 32. C Neal
1: 32. So if you check that on Instagram, you'll notice that little blue check mark, which pretty much means... You're, you're a big deal. You're officially a big deal. You're no, a certified car, 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 big Carl, deal.
0: Carl's verified. Carl, Carl's no
1: joke. It's a real deal. So how did that happen? They when give did that it to all the boys. Like, I don't what? know.
2: I think, now, I think now they give it to all the boys like when they go to the combine and stuff. But back in the day, I literally had no idea how I got it. I have two hypotheses for it. First one... <laughs> Is that my name is pretty similar to Chris Neal? C Neal. Maybe the guy just figured must be Chris Neal, whatever. Give him a blue check mark. It's gotta be Chris. Oh. Gotta be Chris. Like how many Neils are there in the hockey world? Not many. Bunch, Second one is a social media guy in Vancouver must have felt bad for me. He wanted me to get a few followers.
1: <laughs> so here, take it, you need it, kid. Here enjoy it. Okay, but for those who don't know, Carl is a girlfriend guy. He lives with his girlfriend currently while playing on the Stingers. Um, in their little apartment, their cute little apartment with their bunny rabbit. <laughs> but, but, what I wanted to ask you is: Did you have a girlfriend when you got the blue check mark? No, you no. didn't have a girlfriend when you got the blue check mark. So my follow up question is: What was your initial um, reaction to the blue? Like, you went on Instagram, you saw that you had a blue check mark. Holy fuck! I have a blue check mark. What do I do? Do I start DMing every girl that I've ever wanted to DM that I thought <laughs> I couldn't get, or? Do I like or and do I get more active on Instagram? Because I do see you sometimes comment. Carl
0: likes to comment, man. Yeah, he gets and, in those and,
1: comments. Yeah, bro. and when you comment, everyone can see the little blue check mark he's next smart. to the comments he you he's doing. Yeah, he's like, so I noticed like, like, like the other day I was looking through Instagram, you you commented on like Wiz Khalifa or something. <laughs> I, I liked it, right? Who yeah, saw was that. that? I saw that. It yeah. was somebody who's like that. <laughs> the famous guy, see, ceo Thirty Two <laughs> with the check mark commenting. It's like. And I was thinking in my head that is so lethal to have. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Like, you're not. You're
0: not a. You're not a big uh, media social guy, though. I know social that, media? Right? Yeah, no, not a huge. He's like, not media no. social. That's no. not stuff. That's not really. No. It, exactly, it never really
1: has I'm been like, your thing, eh? No, hey? not really. No, but you're definitely. You're, like. You, you definitely started to get a little more activity when you got the blue check. Like, like tell us. Like, what was the initial thoughts?
2: Like? Initial thoughts, I was surprised. I said, wow, this is pretty pretty interesting. Pretty elite. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay, well, uh, not too sure I deserve this, but, I mean, thanks. to But whoever, I gotta got to unfollow a bunch it. of people. I <laughs> <laughs> get that ratio back to normal, but, no, honestly, uh, I was really surprised, and I was just wondering who who tossed wow. me that check mark, but thanks, whoever. whoever. Did that just show up on your thing? Yeah, just one day I was... I was I forget. what I was in my car. I looked at my Instagram. I had a blue check. My like okay. Well, that's uh, that's, right. that's crazy. Cool.
1: See. See? Wow. Yeah. So you were the captain of Sherbrooke Phoenix for um, two years, two seasons, right? Yeah, roughly. So so you were the captain there. You were comfortable there. That's where you started your Q career, sixteen to nineteen, and then you were traded to PEI. Now. Before I say this, I want to ask, did you ask for that trade? Did you know that trade was coming? Were you expecting to get traded? We had a fe- I got a feeling, obviously, like,
2: uh, Schoenberg was rebuilding at the time. We were trying to go for it when I was 19. didn't really work out, so they had, like, older players. Like, me and Chase got traded at the same time. So. Um, same trip, actually. Yeah, same road trip. So, we kind of had an idea that the older guys were on the, on the move. And they were going to try to shop us and see the most they can get for us. So mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting to be to be dealt. And it would have been fun, obviously, to finish in Sherbrooke at five years there. But, I mean, it was pretty cool to try to get a chance to, to go for it, too.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. So, so you were traded, but you weren't just traded for a guy. You were traded for four picks. Four picks. One guy for four picks. I'm pretty sure I have them written down, too. It was, it was not like a couple eighth-round picks. It was... A second round pick in 2019, a second round pick in 2020, a third round pick in 2019, and an eighth round pick in 2018. Now, I was once traded in the queue. I was traded for a seventh round pick. So, you were traded for... You know, I know a lot of players that they, they, they were seventh
0: round, eighth round, or whatever, man, that, you know, they turned out... Yeah, they yeah, yeah. But anyway, them. let's get so, back you know what? to this. Don't, so, don't, so, don't. So where's your head? At? Out, where's, your, where, where's your where's
1: your head at? Like where's your head at? Like when you get traded for like like you knew you were a big deal. You were captain of the team, drafted in the show. But like, dude, you what? were traded for two second round picks, a third round pick, and an eighth Wait, round. Before, pick, so you're feeling pretty good about yourself when you're going to be <laughs> before before you get that.
0: Like for everybody doesn't know, Carl, Carl's a really humble dude. Like he, he's not not the type to showboat, He's not the type to put out. He's very respectful. Yeah, he knows but we're how to trying deal to get with him that top. out of him, and we're trying to bring that 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 dark side, you know, <laughs> that joke out of him. But, um,
1: but I'd like
0: to hear the answer to the question too, like uh, you yeah. know, the genuine answer. Yeah, like <laughs> how do you feel? Because on, I know,
1: a- I know when I got traded, when I got traded for a seventh round pick. You know, when people were asking me, like, who did you get traded for? You know, I was I wasn't embarrassed because I was an undrafted guy. So it is an upgrade, yeah, true. by by all means, but. It was like, you know, I wasn't going to like go out there and publicize that I just got drafted, for, that I just got traded for a seventh round pick. You know what I mean? Like, like, how are you feeling? Like, were you, were you pumped? Like, were you, like, I don't know. Like, at the time I didn't know I was getting traded for to be
2: completely honest. I was in the bus, I remember me and Chase were winning a mooski and yeah, it was like getting close to the deadline. We had no idea like where we were getting moved to. We had a feeling we were getting moved. Like, it was pretty much like all over the place. Mm. And at the time, was like. the deadline that or um, the next day? Pretty much? sure it was that night after the game or the next day. Anyways, it was really close by. but yeah. So, my agent called me he's like, Look, there's a couple teams interested. Like, you're going to be moved. We just don't know where. And I was hoping it was going to be to like a contender. Like, at that time, it was PEI, St. John, and I want to say Boisbriand were like the top mm. three. And like, St. John, their 20s are pretty much set. And it was between Boisbriand and PEI. So, at that point, I didn't even know what I was getting traded for. And I was like, man. I'm going to PI, like they have Sprong there, they have Schlappik there, they have Brees Wa like they have everybody there. Mm. And I'm going there too. That's gonna be unreal. Yeah, like a team. Man. Yeah, and how that's all it? and that's how much they paid for. I'm like, man, I guess they actually like me. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: You know, it was pretty cool. Good pat were, in the back? Yeah, it was like, all right, well welcome to the no, team. No, you know what? You know? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a good pat it? in the back coming in. Well, and that know? was actually your first plus season in the queue. Oh yeah? Yeah, that was your first plus season in the queue. You were you were You were minus 19 your first season. Okay. You were minus 31 your second season. Yes. You were minus 16 your third season, minus 19 your fourth season, and then plus 19 with PEI. Mm -hmm. So, like, what was that like? Was the team just like better? Did you have a bigger role? Did you have a better season? Did you guys get scored on less as a team? I think it's a mix of a few things. I think obviously we scored a lot
2: more goals. We were like really offensive. We beat teams like pretty bad. We scored a ton of goals. we were really running gun. But like I think other thing too, like Chase was saying is that like I'm a pretty humble guy. And when I was sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. You know, what You know, we scored. The other team scores a goal. You stay on the ice. Take the minus. But when I was twenty, I was like, buddy, we just scored. You get on the bench. I'm getting the plus. I was hopping <laughs> yeah. on. And like I was that. grabbing all the pluses and slate because I was looking like, you know, at minus. I was at like, minus eighty something in my career. My. I got to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, I can't even
1: imagine what it would be like to be at 20 in the queue like because I I mean I only played like bits bits of a season at 17, bits of a season at 18 and bits of a season at 19. So like even when I was going into my nineteenth year, I mean, I felt like such a super vet, man. I felt like a grandpa going into there. Like, yeah. I was such a vet in the league in my head. So I can't even imagine like five full seasons, like going into that fifth season. Like 20 is a different Yeah, twenty is a different year. Yeah, right? 20's a different year
2: for sure. Twenty
1: is different, man. Yeah, you really feel old. Yeah, you shut the camera. And for those who don't know, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, because I didn't know this when I signed my major junior contract, actually. So it's a good. Uh, Good insight to know. What what in major junior, you can have any amount of sixteen-year-olds, seventeen-year-olds, eighteen-year-olds, and nineteen-year-olds, but you can only have three 20 year twenty-year-olds on each team. So mm-hmm. to play major junior, whether it be the Q, the O, or the WHL, um, as a twenty-year-old, like you have to be a good player in the league. You have to be a really good player in the league because they only take three per team. There's limited spots, so guys, it's very common for guys to play major junior. From sixteen to nineteen, or seventeen to nineteen, and then finish your junior career playing junior A. So to play as a twenty, I mean, not only are you a super vet as fuck, but you, <laughs> you, 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 you know, like you have. It's it's kind of an honor, you know, like to play as a twenty in that league.
0: Yeah, what would you what would you say like, yeah, kind of going off that because, um, I was with you for for most of your career, but I wasn't with you for your twenty. Mm-hmm. Right till Christmas. Till Christmas. Yeah. When you went over there, like, was it a little different? Like with the boys, especially like new. Right, you never been. You never. You never played for any other yeah. team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So going over there, like now you're twenty.
2: Yeah. Over there. Yeah, it was. Uh... You know what I
0: mean, new guys, new faces. You got you got sprung over there. Was, you know that's 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 a. Uh, he's, he's 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 got a face in the locker room. Yeah. Right. I mean, you got slapping A lot of right? guys. Right, but Lush was over there. Yeah.
1: You guys, guys, you guys
0: had a lot of guys with a lot of presence, right? Mm. So how do you go in there as a twenty year old? You are obviously a go to that, like the value that the team put on you. Like you could see it in the trade. They obviously they, did you they, get an they, A in PI? No. So like, how, how did you kind of approach that situation, like going in there um, as a new guy? Because I, I know everybody's, ever Blatch has been traded. You know he's been to different teams. Like the experience of going to new teams, especially team. yeah. yeah, junior teams like it's different, but. In that role in particular, as a 20-year-old going in there, as an older guy that, you know, you, you have a leadership role already going in before yeah. you even have a yeah. conversation with a guy. Well, um, if you want to talk about that a little bit.
2: Like, we were we were old. Like, we were all, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure we were, like, 16 guys who were 19 and older wow. that year. And I'm pretty sure there was, like, six or seven guys who already signed entry-level deals. So there's a lot of, like, high-end talent already on the team before, like they made all these moves and they went and got other signed guys, they went and got other drafted guys. They got, they traded almost the whole team away to bring in a whole new team because it was that, because Sprong came back, right? Sprong would come back to juniors like no one was expecting it. Right, he had right. A goal for, he had a goal per game at 19. Right. Which right. is quite the accomplishment. So, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, moving in there, obviously, I never won a playoff around my career. I was wow. thinking, I was thinking more like Man, can I win? Like I just want to win. Right. I was going in there. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do. Know. I'll do what I have to do. If it's second power play, it's second power play. If it's first power play, if it's whatever, as mm-hmm. dumb as it sounds, like I never want to play off. But if it's no yeah, power play, win, but if it's no power play, no way. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I told the line. No, dude. but uh, yeah. So after four I you. I you. want to win? Yeah. You want
0: to win? It was the same with me. Like we've been in Sherbrooke, and, you know, and yeah. you know. Wasn't um, working out for so chasings, yeah. So And the, and with the the boy you guys you guys had a pretty decent run? Yeah, we had
2: right? a we, we stopped their first two rounds and then we lost in a, in the third round in five, which uh which was tough. But uh Could you lose to? What were you Okay. So like Pierre Luc Dubois and The other like team Boulton, that you were gonna go to. Well, Maybe. I mean
1: that was in the in the talks. Yeah, in the mix, contend, in the contend, yeah. Yeah. So ha, so you were you were you were obviously an all star in the queue, like how did you how did it well I'm just saying what it is you know how did you come to the decision that you were gonna come play for Concordia University um, you know like I mean there's no way you didn't have contract offers for pro whether it be the East Coast the AHL or I mean obviously you didn't have a national league because you're still here but you know like what what was what was your your mindset like um from I mean, from going to the queue to here, and, like, how was it on your mental? Like, obviously, you're a humble guy, and I know that, but, like, if I was drafted in the NHL and then I would have expectations to maybe be in the NHL, it would create an expectation for myself Mm -hmm. if I was drafted in the NHL, right? So, like, how was the process of going from the Q to Concordia? How did it end up? Because I know you committed to Concordia, but it was, like, a partial commitment. It was, like, if I don't get a contract... Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll go there. So, like, what was that like? And what was the decision-making like? And how was it like on your, your mental, the mental aspect of it? Yeah, I think it goes back
2: to, like, the beginning when we are talking about how my parents kind of, like, brought me up to, to think about school and, like, how no matter what happens with hockey, having school as a background is never a bad option. So in my 20-year, I was waiting to hear, it was my last year to sign with Vancouver, and I was waiting to see, like, I was having a pretty good year. I figured I was going to sign... I'm like, you know what, may as well, like, plan B if something doesn't work out, may as well have a university that I wanna go to that like they know I'm coming, so if I don't sign, everything works out, everyone's happy, it's good to go. But uh obviously like you said, I would have got a deal that would have that would have said, Well, I can't not accept this, I would have yeah. taken it. But for me, talking with the coach with Mark at Concordia, obviously I thought it was a good fit. It was close to home too. So yeah, it kind of did I don't wanna say put a pause on my hockey career, but in that regard, like you said, being drafted, wanting to play pro, wanting to play in the NHL, this and that, I was kind of like, all right, well, for the next couple of years, X amount of years, mm-hmm. I'll focus on school, hopefully hockey still is working out for me, and I'll get right back at it, because I didn't really want to have a, like, a doubt in my mind. Like, every year, like, let's say you sign a one-year deal, in the back background, I'm like, man, what happens if this doesn't work out, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have yeah. to go to school, am I going to go back to school, am I going to do this? Am I going to, like, I'm like, yeah. man, I may as well just get it done with, finish my degree, and then
1: go have fun. Hopefully, yeah. it'll work out, but mm-hmm. at the yeah. time, I didn't want to play with doubts in my head either, so. No, that's, uh, wow, that's a mature decision to make at that age, that's crazy, because like, I mean, like, yeah, there's guys that do make that, like, for example, Mart- Martin, Oh, that's on our team, like, he got a one-year, or a two-year, or a one-year? Yeah, one-year. So, yeah. one-year, you know, and uh, he played in the AHL, and like, that's unbelievable, and now, he's here with us, redshirting, and like... Hopefully he's still going to be here next year and play for us. And, like, he's a hell of a player. But, like, it just goes back to, like, your decision. Like, maybe he's thinking, like, maybe he should have made that decision that you made. Maybe that's a good insight for some guys that are 20 bombs right now in the queue um, to kind of hear. Because, like, I'm sure you had a one-year A contract or something like that. And you decided to come here instead, which uh, a lot of guys that play in the queue have that mindset of, like, I got to go pro, I got to go pro, I got to go pro. Even me, like, my first year in the queue, I didn't even know about Canadian University. Yeah. So, like, man, that's crazy that that I ended up here. It's crazy that you ended up here, but right. that's crazy to hear that, you know, like, you took that decision instead of taking a one-year thinking of the bigger picture. Like, and I think that is smart because, like, you're right, man. Now when you go play pro, it's not really gonna matter like if you get sent mm-hmm. down or whatever. Right. Like you right, know man. that you got a and backup that, you know
0: plan. What? That's a that's a that's a good point, man. And it's a really it's a really you know it's something that I think that, um, as an American kid, I know Blatch, you could probably um, relate to this. You know, as a young kid, you hear a lot in the states about you know if you go to the queue, they don't care shit about school, bro. They don't care like they'll let you. You know what, man? Like, yeah, after you sent you finish, and then what? You can't go to university. Let mean If you play in the QMJHL, or if you play in the OHL or the WHL, you can. You are allowed to go to university. You are allowed to go and get your education after you play in that league. No, you can't play in the NCAA, and you have to make that conscious decision when you. When you pull on that jersey, or when you accept anything from a major junior team, but your hockey dreams, man,
1: they're they're alive. They're not alive and well.
0: They're not done when you're done in the Q or in the CHL or whatever. So don't make that decision based off my career is done after playing in the Q, because all of us, all three of us in this room. Could name 15 guys probably that we don't even know amongst each other that are having some type of career that played in the queue. That means they didn't play in the NCAA. You know what I mean? So keep that in mind. Um, guys that will make that decision or thinking about that decision. or Even guys that are, I don't know. Um, Colin, for example, he played. In the NCAA,
1: yeah, he played for, for a, Omaha, yeah, right? Yeah, guy on our team played guy on our for team, uh, Colin Grady, Shout out, Colin, bro. Yeah, UNL for two you years, know? and then he transferred. Then he here.
0: transferred over here. It'd be cool to get him on here at some point to talk about his experiences. But man, you know, your career is never dead until you pack it away. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, straight, you wanna straight playing, up. You want to keep playing like straight you keep up. playing, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, its never dead. Yeah. And you know what? This this youth sports. This U Sports League, this Canadian University League, it's not a joke, man. It's getting better. It's getting yeah. better every single year, and there's a lot of good players there's coming what, out of this what, league. The,
1: you, know, you know what people find it surprising? Like, I always mention that guy that was on this team on Concordia University last year, Hugo Roy. Like, the guy was a one. Hugo, thug. man. He was a one and done in Canadian University, like that's nuts, man. A yeah. one and done. He he, he he played one year, he's he signed an A deal, he's in the a in Milwaukee right now, right? In the coast now. Oh, he, he got sent down? Now. He signed a two year deal. He signed a two year deal. deal in the A, like out of out of out of Concordia University. Concordia, and straight Florida. up. So. Hugo
0: was Hugo's with Carl and I in Sherbrooke for what? Hugo didn't play a sixteen year, right? He started
2: at seventeen? Yeah, he played a bit at seventeen, then eighteen he was full time.
0: Yeah, so and you know what, Hugo was always shout out Hugo, man. Um Hugo was always a player, man. He went ball to the wall, you know. Like Carl can even attest to that. Yeah. That kid got better every single yeah, year. Always, the hardest ever always working his ass off, bro. Yeah. You know what? And he and he finished in the queue. Um, he ended up being the captain once me and Carl left in yeah. Sherbrooke, man. Yeah. yeah. And he took that huge role. He owned it. He came out to Concordia. Concordia tore it the fuck up, bro. Tore it up. Did yeah. his thing, man. Yeah. Respect to him. He did his thing, and he earned himself a professional contract. After one year. After one
1: year. That's unreal. Shout out to Hugo, but he's not our guest tonight. Our guest is Carl Neal. Uh, I have have one one more question. (laughs) Um, So for those who don't know, Carl is a full... Are are you full-time at KBD? No, no, part-time. He's a part-time, but he's a broker. He's an insurance broker at KBD Insurance. Deeper and hockey, and bro. And, and he's a full time student athlete. So like like talk to us about that. Like you get to you get to have a job. You're making some good money while playing hockey. While like you are like a, a role model.
0: Thanks, yeah, dude, you're a perfect thanks. package, right? Nice,
1: man. He's a lucky gal. So <laughs> how's that? So how's that school hockey and and work? I think honestly, it's um. How can I say it?
2: It's. It was to be the right spot at the right time. Obviously, I I met people who who put me in the position at KBD to kind of have a job where I could work. Like, you say I work part-time, but really I work, like, less than part-time. I don't know what part-time is considered, but I work 10 hours a week. And I'm taking four classes and I'm playing hockey, but if it wasn't for my boss's kind of understanding, like, they played hockey too. They played for Concordia a couple of years. And uh, they really understand, like, where I'm coming from, so they're kind of flexible with my hours. And, I mean, I think really it's just a lot of time management. Like, you... I know my shifts are always going to be on the same days for the week, so when I kind of make my schedule, I'm going to be like, all right, when am I going to be resting? When am I going to be going to class? What do I need to study? And obviously, hockey's going to be taking a big part of my time up too, so it's really just before the semester looking at what's going to be coming up and trying to plan as ahead as far as you can. Obviously, things are going to come up where you're like, man, like I got this going, I got this going, I'm going to push things back, but at the end of the day, you want to be prepared for what's going to come to you, so that's kind of what I do beginning of every semester and try and get a schedule, made. Wow.
1: It's nuts.
0: Yeah, take notes, man. Carl Deal. Carl Deal, Neil Real Deal, Neil. <laughs> <laughs>
2: something like that. Something like that.
0: No, but um man, he uh for 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 a kid that um again that is looking to do something along these these uh lines that that uh, Carl Carl kind of um laid out if you have any questions, we could. We're gonna tag Carl in the description and everything as well. Too, if you want to reach out, Carl, um, say so. If if you don't want people reaching out, but um, if you want to ask him a question, I'm sure, I'm sure he's gonna be cool with that. He's easy, he's easy to at. find on
1: Instagram. He's got the blue um, check mark, so you you can't miss it. Yeah.
0: Um, and if if uh, if you have any questions for us, actually, even about Carl or or anything, don't be afraid to shoot. So, um, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, I'd, I'd say we wrap it up for the first. For the first Buzz
1: Podcast. Yeah. So, we want to say thanks, Carl. Yeah, Give thanks. you a little handshake. Thank you, thanks Thank for coming. You were a great brother. guest. Um, you, and uh, yeah, to the viewers, to the listeners, thanks for listening and uh, spread the word about the boys, uh, the Buzz Pod hosted by Chase and Nico, a.k.a. The Sheriff. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back with some more soon. For sure.
0: Everything y'all love when it's hot Turned to the city, I broke out the notch Got some old millies, I keep me a night. I created history, it made me lot. He tried to diss me, ain't any, no fault Fox We call them trusted, cause they gonna chop Took her out of fellas, cause a pussy pop I run
1: it like Nike, we got it on lock
0: K Money K K Any bang? Cry, yeah. I put this bitch in the front of the building in front of the drive. And man, a shit that weedy can't smoke in the road. I right, wow, wow. stepped up, I cut up, I'm drinking, I drinkin', shoot off the ties. Yeah. I'm in a coupe by myself. I had that kicker though when I was five. Keep the ones on the shelf. Hostess around in the fire. I'm sick and tired of the young niggas act like they They telling me lies like they done the what created this and they get all this drew from my guys yeah, Cardia ass Cardia co-cardia has to watch